possibly good news on inflation. The head of the International Monetary Fund says global inflation could actually be peaking. The question, of course, for us is what does that mean for our economy? What does that mean for our mates across over the Tasman? HSBC Chief Economist Paul Bloxham is with us from Sydney. Hiya, Paul. Hiya. The way that I've read the comments suggests that, yep, we might be peaking, but there's going to be quite a long tail to this. Is that what you think? I think that's right. Uh, you know, inflation's been very high. Uh, let's face it. Uh, you know, in the US, we were running at rates of eight point something, and we've now fallen to seven point something. In Europe, they're running at double digit rates of inflation. And of course, in Australia and New Zealand, we've had rates of inflation we haven't seen for decades. So it is, there are signs now that global inflation is peaking, shipping costs are coming down, manufactured goods prices are falling, commodity prices are past their peaks. And then, of course, last week, the market got this big sort of shock in a way that there was a downside surprise, downside surprise to U.S. CPI figures. And uh, it's still high, but it surprised the market to the downside. And that's been what's been supporting a lot of the sort of better market conditions, the, the risk-on event that we've seen recently. So it looks like global inflation has passed its peak, but they're still quite high. Central banks probably still have more to do, though. Interest rates have to go up further yet because it is still elevated. And as you say, there's probably likely to be a long tail. And then just because it's peaked globally and it's, it's coming down doesn't mean that Australia and New Zealand necessarily get that immediate effect. Um, so we'll have to watch and see how the central banks here respond. What causes this long tail, Paul? Well, inflation's lifted. It's lifted to quite high rates, as I described. And what happens is it starts to embed itself in the system. People start to believe that inflation actually is going to be higher in a persistent way. And then they start demanding higher wages. And so, and they can do because labour markets have been tight in places like the US, they've been tight in lots of different places across the world, and so they get the higher wages. And once they're getting that higher wage uh, growth, um, it starts to embed itself more in the cost structure because your wages are going up, so the prices start going up, and that's really the big concern that central banks have is that you get this price-wages spiral and it starts to mean that inflation is no longer at their target, that it actually becomes more persistent. And so... That's what a lot of central banks have been acting so uh, vigorously to try to contain uh, price wages spiral. You seeing signs of that embedding in New Zealand? Unfortunately, yes. I mean, that's that's the, that's that's why I sort of alluded to the fact that just because it's peaked globally doesn't mean that we are out of uh, trouble quite yet. I think in New Zealand we can see some pretty clear signs that um, the high inflation has started to embed itself in expectations. We've got surveys. Um, that tell us that, that the inflation expectations have lifted. Um, and we've seen it in the wage setting process. We've seen it in the measures of wages. They've been picking up quite strongly. So I think that despite the fact that global inflation is, is starting to roll over, it's still quite high, but it's rolling over, our expectation is still that the RBNZ is going to have to keep lifting interest rates. And actually, uh, we expect they may lift interest rates quite a bit next week because not only... Have they got this inflation challenge? And inflation has been surprising to the upside and the wages story that I just described. But in addition to that, they're not meeting after this meeting for another three months. So mm. it's quite possible we think that they will actually deliver an outsized, a supersized hike um, in terms of their policy rate next week, despite the rollover in global inflation. 75 basis points, do you think? And that's what we've got in mind. We think they deliver 75 next week. Um, our expectation is they'll deliver that. And then say something along the lines of, well, global inflation is starting to come down. And if over the summer we start to see that inflation come down and, and signs that, that inflation is past its peak, then it's likely that they'll slow down after that. This is what we've been talking about globally, this pivot 
in central banks uh, from larger moves to smaller moves. Of course, the RBA has already done that. They already pivoted back in October. Uh, mm. But I think the challenge here for inflation is a little, not quite as large as it is for New Zealand. It's not as embedded in the weight setting process here yet in Australia. Paul, I'd love your take on this, Kay. The IMF's managing director said part of the reason that we're going to have persistent inflation is because we have a managing, we have a changing cost structure that comes from the realisation that no more we make economic decisions only on the basis of cost. If we're not making economic decisions on the basis of cost, what are we making economic decisions on? I think the allusion is to the fact that, you know, the world is, is, is shifting in terms of the trade structures. Uh, we're talking about, you know, uh, the geopolitical issues as well. But these things start to factor into the way um, that we should think about price pressures going forward as well. There's a there's there's this movement that, that towards more, uh, you know, to, to, to being things being a little less global than they were. And I think that's the illusion. So it's not it's not that um, cost structures don't matter. It's that there are some also, also some big forces at work globally that are going to potentially mean that we see more persistent. Um, uh, elevated levels of inflation. And in addition to that, you've got things like demographics, which are also important. Um, and that's a factor we've got to watch, a slow-moving factor, but one that's important and could uh, potentially see more persistent, higher inflation rates. Brilliant stuff, Paul. Thanks for explaining. Pr- really appreciate it. Paul Bloxham, HSBC Chief Economist.